The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode of Ghost Town is brought to you by Yarn. Yarn offers everything true crime from their chat fiction stories to choose-your-own-adventure experiences and now full audio dramas. My favorite is their latest podcast, Strange Street, where you follow the main character, Cece, into this mysterious alternate universe. It had me guessing the whole time. If you love true crime podcasts like I do, then this is for you. Are you running out of shows to binge? Same here. Now is the perfect time to check out some of the hit series on the Yarn app. Millions, yes, millions have already binged some of their top series like Mystery Dog, Modern Dating, and Haunted Camper. With over 27 million downloads, Yarn is a must. Their format is different than the traditional TV series. Imagine binging your favorite characters and series through text interactions right through your phone, almost making it real. Addicting, right? Download Yarn now. Tap through the most addictive and immersive stories today only on Yarn. Trust me, with over 27 million downloads, Yarn is a must-play. Download Yarn for free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's Y-A-R-N. Download it today to watch, read, and listen to all your favorite fiction stories. From steamy to horror, Yarn has it all. Ghost on Film. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. This is going to be a very British episode today. We're going to talk about a country house in the British Highlands called Rainham Hall, which is incredibly historic, very haunted, and is the site of the most famous ghost photograph of all time. Today, we talk about the Brown Lady of Rainham Hall. The hall was built in 1622 by the Townsend family, starting first with John Townsend, who died in 1603 from a wound he received in a duel. See, British out the gate. His son, Roger Townsend, who was kind of a a baronet, which I had not known what that means. This is where like baron and baroness come from. It just is a fancy distinction that your family has been there long enough to be one of the foundational British families. He became a baron 
and he named the hall Rainham based on the names of the three villages that the estate borders, West Rainham, South Rainham, and Rainham Park. He died in 1637, very close to when the place was complete, but not quite. The building got a lot of buzz for its uniqueness. In the country of Great Britain before this, buildings were made more like gothic-y and farmhouse-y. In this building, it was much more modern. The architect, Sir Roger Pratt, was an English gentleman architect, which is what he called himself, which means it was his hobby to just design buildings of noble people, I guess. He only designed five buildings in his life, but they were all highly influential, establishing this specific type of English house, which, like I said, was very modern and very widely imitated, classical, symmetrical, light brick, called very Italian for its form and plan. Roger's son Horatio took over, and he got super into politics and was this big royalist who sat in the House of Commons between 1656 and 1660. His son Charles was born at Rainham Hall and followed in his father's footsteps, being a super big conservative, went to Cambridge, sat in the House of Commons, etc., etc. More interestingly, Charles was married twice, first to a woman named Elizabeth Pelham and second to Dorothy Wapole, who was the sister of the first prime minister of Britain, Robert Wapole. Everyone in this story knows everybody. If you're royal and British during this time, you're either related or sleeping with various other people in town. Dorothy is said to have fallen in love with Charles early on, but her father, who was Lord Townsend's guardian, refused the marriage because it felt like a conflict of interest with him being Charles's guardian and all of that. Weird royal politics. But after his first wife died, Charles went for it, marrying Dorothy Walpole in 1711. Dorothy was a really interesting character. Every source I read about her calls her very pretty and also a nightmare. Uh, During her marriage, she was the mistress of Lord Wharton during and before, who was one of the most powerful politicians of the time. Dorothy herself was pretty cutthroat and, quote, her character was so infamous and his lady's complacent subserviency so notorious that no young woman could be four and 20 hours under their roof with safety to her reputation. In short, like, no women better even come near this woman or you will be under attack. Now, as the story goes, Charles Townsend had a really violent temper. When he discovered that his wife was banging Lord Wharton, he punished her by locking her in her in the rooms of Rainham Hall. According to a Townsend family friend, Mary Wortley Montague, Dorothy was in fact entrapped by the Countess of Wharton, who also wasn't very happy that Dorothy was banging her husband. She invited Dorothy over to stay a few days, knowing very well that her husband would never allow her to leave, not even to see her children. Not sure what happened after that, but clearly Dorothy was caught in this extramarital act and everyone was kind of onto her. She remained at Raynham Hall until her death in 1726 at age 40 from unknown circumstances, though a lot of people say smallpox. After five years, Charles Townsend died also in Raynham Hall. So let's take a little break and we'll get to some ghosts. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can live out your MasterChef dream. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. 
repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hi, hello, how are you? Hi, hello. How's it going? Are you well? Are you, how's Are you this unwell? Year, how's this year going so far? Yeah, we're we're deep in the thick of January, almost to February, I guess at this point, which is hard to believe. We're still we're still here. We're st- <laughs> yep, we're still we're still hanging in there, it's barely hanging in. Rebecca just showed me the Los Feliz Murder House shirt. Yes, she got. that's right. I was very excited. I was impressed because I haven't actually seen one. I know people have picked it up, but I haven't actually like touched one and seen one. It's pretty yes. good. Really impressive, like the quality. I don't know why I thought because Amazon's product, yeah. essentially, and it's a, it's a pretty good quality. It's good. You saw it in the flesh. Yeah. In the, in the Maybe you'll uh, model cloth. it in a photo. Yeah, I will get into a shirt and pants with a waistline slap on a full face of makeup and and I will document this. And then tie a little thing in the front. Then you do the shirt like tie it like <laughs> yeah, tie do, it. I'm gonna do. tie it because I am a curvy lady and I need some form. And then also wear a little kerchief, you know, people wear it oh on the side. Oh my god, I love that shit. I mean, I wish I had the the type I wish I was the type of person who could wear a giant man's shirt and like leggings for the rest of my life in public, but I'm I'm not. So yeah, there'll be a kerchief, there'll be accessories. I'll curl my hair, and you're welcome, everybody. Got a couple more nice reviews. Thank oh, you for everyone who I is love that. everyone who's doing that. Two quick ones here. Okay. Interesting stories from huh. Turner920. Love the right. podcast, interesting stories, and lots of laughs. LOLs. This one is great, lighthearted listen from No Name Not Necessary. That's right. That's- I'll take it with no name. I'll take it with nothing. Ghost Town is one of my favorite shows. They cover fun, weird stuff while still staying lighthearted. Overall, they don't take themselves too seriously. The chit-chat is fun. This is the chit-chat. This is the chit-chat. And it's been a fun journey listening to their improvement over time. Improvement over time. Well, well, well. The learning curve is like (laughs) very curved. Very slow. Definitely worth spending a few hours to binge. So thank you, mm. Apple Podcasts. It helps because, you know, people, you know, can come to a podcast. I might do it. And if you see a bunch of things that say things that are sometimes they're just uh, I believe they're not true. And some things that definitely are true, but don't represent us now. And, it, it yeah. you know, it turns out this is just an easy, quick way to, you know, a, a cheap way to help the show. Tip the hat. An expensive way to help the show? <laughs> Patreon.com slash ghost town pod. Correct. If you want some bonus episodes, early access with none of this chit chat, zero chit chat. If you want to cut the shit, yeah. go to Patreon. If you like the shit, if you like waiting in it, stay here. Or do both. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But too. it's patreon.com slash ghost town pod. We want to thank anyone who is a patron, anyone who's listening to the show in general. Yes. And to our government. Brandon Gaddis, Ashley Matson, Ben Forsyth, mm-hmm. our mayors, and our governor, governator. Governator. Chris Witt. Chris Witt. So we want to say hello and thank you. Mm-hmm. That's all. Uh, hello, thank you, goodbye. That's that's ghost town. <laughs> uh, we're sorry we're here. We won't look you in the eyes. 
we'll close the door on the way out and lock it. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Yeah. Sure. You want to yeah. get back to... I guess back to the British countryside, now that we've been in the urban landscape of iTunes reviews. We're back. Two people have died, Charles Townsend and his very controversial wife, Dorothy. But people start seeing things in the hall, which was still occupied by the Townsend kids, the kids of Charles. The first recorded claim of a sighting of a ghost was in 1835 by two guys attending a Christmas party there. The two guests saw a woman one night as they approached their bedrooms, noting in particular the very dated brown dress she wore. The following evening, one of the same men claimed to see this ghost again, reporting that this time she, he. The following evening, one of the same men claimed to see the ghost again, reporting that this time he was mesmerized by the specter's empty eye sockets, dark in the glowing face. The sighting, it's reported, made some of the staff just up and quit. Where they saw this ghost was super close to a portrait of Dorothy Wapple, which is said to be in the hall or the bedroom, different accounts. Maybe there's two portraits. Either way, this ghost showed up around a portrait of Dorothy, both in this instance and the next one. The next reported sighting of the brown lady was made in 1836 by Captain Frederick Marriott, a novelist and sea captain and a friend of Charles Dickens, because of course he was. Marriott, who was a big skeptic of anything ghostly, supernatural, requested to spend the night in one of the bedrooms close to the portrait to prove that the haunting or whatever was actually local smugglers or, you know, people trying to make mischief. As he was about to go to bed, he saw a woman coming towards him carrying a lamp. As she got closer, Captain Marriott, dressed only in his trousers and vest, realized that it was the woman from the portrait that hung in his room wearing a brown dress. He grabbed a gun because he was just carrying a gun on him, pulled the trigger, and the bullet went straight through the woman, which disappeared just after the shot was fired. And later, they found the bullet embodied in a door immediately behind where she'd been. Marriott never stayed there again. Lady Townsend, the great-granddaughter of Charles Townsend, saw the brown lady herself in 1926 after her son and his friend claimed to be seeing ghosts on the staircase. Both identified the ghostly figure with the portrait of Lady Dorothy Wapole, which hung, again, in that room, I think. Maybe the portrait moves also. You can move stuff in your home if you own a home. That's not against the law. On September 19th, 1936, Captain Hubert C. Provant, a London-based photographer, and his assistant, Indre Shira, were taking photographs of Raynham Hall for an article in Country Life magazine. They claimed that they had already taken a photograph of the hall's main staircase and were setting up to take a second when Shira saw a, quote, vapory form gradually assuming the appearance of a woman moving down the stairs towards them. Under Shira's direction, Provan quickly took the cap off the lens and Shira pressed the flash. Later, when the negative was developed, the famous image of the brown lady was revealed. Of course, the article changed a bunch after that happened, <laughs> going from a town like a country piece about this old house to a haunted palace pretty much the piece was published in the magazine on december 26 1936 along with the photograph the photograph was such a sensation that it also appeared in the january 4th 1937 edition of life magazine and this photograph we'll have it up on social media is it is a very iconic ghost photo like it looks like it's from this time it's so archetypal, I guess, when you think about, you know, orbs and people photographing ghosts and, you know, shadows and things like that. But it's very cool. And it's very clear in a way 
that's surprising. So again, you can talk about people doctoring photos or manipulating them all you want, but this one is so kind of time tested. It's really hard to argue that it's doctored at all or has for life to use it as a cover photo. And I don't think they're one to be, you know, like, Oh, we really need some more ghost photos. Exactly. So we'll doctor one just so we can make that happen. Yeah. I feel like it's a, a pretty legitimate, at least as far as we all know, and as far as life magazine and, mm-hmm. and, Country British totally. Life magazine. And how much though. can you do in 1937? Or like, how much doctoring could have possibly? I mean, I don't know. I'm not a photographer. Harry Prince, a famous paranormal investigator of the time, interviewed Provand and Shira and reported, I will say at once I was impressed. I was told a perfectly simple story. Mr. Indre Shira saw the apparition descending the stairs at the precise moment when Captain Provan's hand was under the black cloth. A shout and the cap was off and the flashbulb fired with the results which we now see. I could not shake the story, and I had no right to disbelieve them. Only collusion between the two men would account for the ghost if it is a fake. The negative is entirely innocent of any faking. King George IV visited Rainham Hall when he was a prince in the 1940s, and the brown lady is said to have scared the fuck out of him. He woke up in the middle of the night to see her standing at the foot of his bed. She's off the stairs, people. She's in the room at the foot of the bed. He promptly left saying, quote, I will not spend another hour in this accursed house for tonight I have seen that which I hope to God I never see again. Strong words, but not just the brown lady. There are other ghosts hanging out in Rainham Hall. Some of them might even be sexy. Two ghostly children and a spectral cocker spaniel are said to haunt the house, but the Duke of Monmouth, most famous for his beheading after leading an unsuccessful rebellion to dethrone his uncle, King James II, haunts the room he used to sleep in in the hall, and one elderly spinster, having received a visit from the ghost, described it as an agreeable and flattering experience. Okay. That's a great trip advisory review. <laughs> right? She enjoyed herself very much, and she'd come back again anytime. So maybe you should come back and check out this brown lady photograph. It's very, it's, it's, it's a great sell. How about that? It's great. Trip advisor, hire me. <laughs> Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.